Hi there, this is Marlene. And this is our, you know, this will be my final part of talking about, you know, the godly self-love. And this took me back because I was scrolling through the pages of my notebook. And this took me back on Psalms 139 verses 8 through 9 that I written down. And to me, this is a powerful verse where God so loved us that he's with us. His presence is always with us. And his love is, you know, it's, you know, it's about for us. It's, you know, it's beyond. And I'm going to start reading verses um, 8 of Psalms 139. It says, if I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. And verse 9 says, If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. And verse 10 of Psalm 139 says, Even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. He's there, and I love it because when I'm thinking about eternity and the fact that, you know, there's no time in eternity because we know we serve an eternal God, the fact that even, you know, what, what you know, I've heard this before spoken by an individual in on YouTube, and it, you know, and she cried. She said, I, you know, even, you know, she illiterate on this. And as I read that, when, you know, that verse of verse eight, where it says, If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. And it's sad to think about hell because, you know, you do have people, you know, that's dying daily that don't have the relationship with the Lord, that don't know God for themselves, that, that they don't know that they were loved when they walked on the earth. They are always loved despite the fact that they, you know, whatever wrong they have done, God still loved them. It's the sin that, you know, that separated us, you know, that separated them from God. It's that really sin that separated us from God. But nevertheless, we serve a God of love. And I can't fathom God. I can't. I can't fathom the mind of the Lord. All I could say is that I serve a mighty God. And we, we all do. We serve an, a loving, kind God. And the God, you know, he is a jealous God. And he's jealous for us. And that's what's so wonderful about God. Like, you know, we put other things before him and other things, you know, um, before and after him, too. And it shouldn't be that way. And, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, it's not just people, even myself at times, too, not realizing that. And I try my best to acknowledge him in the morning, even when I if I'm not on my knee. But I say, thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. Thank you for life. Thank you for your breath of life that's breathing in my lung. Because people need to understand. And this is, you know, the understanding I'm getting. It's the spirit in us that's having a function. It's not what people think scientifically, because the world thinks, you know, live off of science and what they see. But, you know, they don't understand. A lot of people don't understand there is a spiritual world and it's more real than, the, um, you know, than the visible world that we're living in now. 
And I know that even though I can't see this God and he's invisible, I have faith that, you know, he loves me and his presence is always around me and his angels are camped around about me, not just me, but those I care about too, those I pray for. And that, you know, that no weapon form against the ones I love will prosper because I know that God has, you know, has the their best interest, our best interest of my loved one and of me in his heart because he so loved me. And it says in his in his word in John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have an everlasting life. And that's love. Because not every parent will, you know, give up their children, not even a child to save others. I know for me personally, I wouldn't give my life up for my child, to be honest. And I'm being straight up. Because, um, it's you know, it. it let me say that because I know my pastor, they asked this question before. I, I think this was a week ago or last week where, you know, when he was asking this question, we had to ask ourselves because, you know, when you're, you know, when we speak that verse of John 3, 16, how the Lord so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son. Will we do that for others or even for our spouses, for our children? When we think about that, do we love our families that much that we will, you know, sacrifice our life for them or our children that much that we will sacrifice our life for them or even our spouses that much that we will sacrifice our life for them? And I'm going to be honest, for me personally, I wouldn't do that. I can't do that because to me personally, in order for me to do that, the spirit himself, God himself has to speak to me audible, you know, has to give me, has to deal with Merlin, has to speak to me boldly and audibly for me to do that for my son. If, if, you know, that means that he has a greater work for my son and that my time on this earth was, you know, you know, was done. You know, that's that's the only time I would consider giving my life up for a child or for anyone. If it, you know, if it was in the will of God to do so because of for his glory and his purpose. And this is, you know, and this is t- teaching me a lot about self-love too. The, in a godly way, you know, in a nice, you know, in a biblical way where, you know, creation itself, me being a creation of his, that. You know, I was made to love, not just, you know, love my my creator, but love you and love, you know, love you and everyone else. And to be honest, it's not easy to love other people. It's not because people, you know, hurt people, people, you know, maliciously do things to, you know, to other people and people do vow things to people. You know, we're... um we're the only living creatures on this earth that's out of whack. It's like, um, you know, when you're seeing some animal, they live, you know, they live, um, you know, according to their, you know, what God created them to do. But us as human beings, the, the fact that we have emotions, the fact that we ha- we're in his likeness, we don't act like it. The characteristic, our hearts is like, it's, is too wicked. It says in Jeremiah that the heart is, you know, is deceitful and it's desperately wicked, a man's heart. Who knows it? And that's talk, you know, it's not the physical heart, but it's the mind, it's our thinking. We know that the battle is, you know, the battle really is in the mind. 
how we perceive things and the things that we entertain in our mind and the things that we're feeding our spirits to. And that's what we have to be careful. And I said this before of the things, you know, we're listening to and looking at too and the things that we've implanted in ourselves. And that's why it's so important that, you know, we feed our spirit with the word. And then we use the word as a compass, like my spiritual sister said, it is really a guide. The Bible is really a guide of, of godly living and what's expected of us while we're here on this earth, before leaving the earth. And um, it show, you know, and the Bible actually, the Bible actually talks about how we're supposed to treat ourselves and treat others. We're supposed to be respectful and loveful towards our neighbors. We're not supposed to be covating nothing of our neighbors. Because, um, you know, God is a God of abundance. Why would I want to, you know, why would we consider, or me, myself, even thinking about that, consider taking something that, you know, or, you know, take away something that belongs to a neighbor, like, you know, or even envying anything that a neighbor has, or somebody has. Because, you know, just because they have that and, you know, and they're prosperous in this area, I shouldn't be envy. I should be glad and happy for them. And I'm in this season where, you know, I'm not trying to be jealous of anyone. I'm not. Because God is working in me personally. And that's what I desire. Because I desire that intimacy with him. Because I want to know myself in him how he sees me and what's so unique about me that I'm, you know, I'm living and I'm walking. And that's something I hope that, you know, who's ever listening to this podcast that, you know, you ask yourself, you know, when you're alone, what is it about me, Lord, that you see that I don't see that you find so unique? And, you know, you go back and you keep quoting that scripture from Psalm 139, verse 14. I will praise thee, meaning give him the glory and say, thank you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous is thy works. And, you know, and people leave out, um, I will praise thee from that, from that verse, uh, Psalms 139, verse 14, because it says, I will praise thee, giving him the glory because, you know, I am his creation and I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous because his marvelous work, the fact that he's able to stitch me, you know, stitch a body up for me. You know, he created the blood cell, my blood cell to be unique and my hair, my eyes, color, my texture, everything, my shape, everything about me, the organs, my characteristic is all him. Glory, glory be to God. It's now I'm realizing this too, and I'm still learning about you know how to self-love in a you know even in a biblical matter, not in an arrogant way or prideful way, because I really want to know how to you know how God sees me in order for me to love you, in order for me to love someone, to truly love someone, and speak of His gospel, in which the gospel is really about love, because everything in the Bible is really about love. It's always, you know, if you're noticing every encounter God had with the prophets, it's always an encounter and, you know, resulting in the end result of love, even casting out demons, you know, casting out demons is because of love because, you know, the Lord doesn't want to see us oppressed or depressed or tortured or tormented by demons. That's the love of God. He wants us to live that peace. That, you know, that peace of mind, to have that peace that surpasses all understanding for us to be stable in the spirit and us to be stable physically and mentally too as well. 
and that's our love. And you know, we are, you know, we are in a warfare. And we know the enemy don't like that. The enemy don't really like it. Then I, you know, then I'm getting closer to the Lord, because he know his time. That his time is up. The devil's time is up. It is, and he's he is roaming around like a warring lion, seeking whom he could devour. But we know who you know who's in us. Greater is he that is in us that uh, than he that is in the world. And that you know we know that we could do all all things through Christ that strengthen us. Because it's not by our own might or power, but by His Spirit that we're able to. Because He, you know, the Spirit of the Living God, the Holy Spirit is in us, and we shouldn't have to fear the enemies, especially the enemy of the air, the principalities. Remember, the Lord created the good and the bad. The battle is his alone. We don't take up the battles of life for ourselves. We don't take up, you know, um, of crisis, um, burdens. Don't, you know, we just cast them at his throne. And he, you know, because he said his yoke is easy. And that he'll give us rest for all those who are heavy laden. And we have to realize that. And I'm realizing that right now because I'm seeing the glory of God, even with the little, because I'm grateful for the little things he's doing because the little thing is really adding up to the big things. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I'm serving a holy father and I'm grateful to, uh, that I'm able to call him Abba. You know, I lost my parents and, you know, and I know that, you know, my parents are okay, but I still have a spiritual father who, you know, pro who provides for me and my child. And that he's helping me raise my child and he's helping me maintain my mind because the enemy is not stopping regardless. And I thank God that I'm in my right mind. And I thank God that I'm clothed in his glory, that his presence is in the midst and that his angels surround about us. As I'm speaking now, I'm giving him the glory. And this is self-love. And that's, you know, that's, that's love. I love God. I love him. I love him. I love him. Because the world is so polluted and nasty that, you know, it's, it's just too disgusting. And it's crazy how things are, are getting crazier and filthier and, you know, and disgusting. It is. And, you know, and when you think about it, the way I think about it, because when you, you know, when you're, when you're in a spirit and you're living by the spirit, and you notice that when you separate your thing, you know, when you separate your thinking of, you know, from the worldly thinking and then you're looking with your spiritual eyes, you see how dark and nasty the world is. You know, you um, this is going back to thinking about these demonic spirit. Like, you know, you, you have the spirit of perversion, the spirit of anger, jealousy, all these demonic spirit all over. The spirit of lust. And we know that we know that, you know, in the name of Jesus. And the part and by the authority given to us through the by the Holy Spirit that we could de you know we could denounce these things these wicked things to flee and you know and send them back to the pit of hell where it belongs where they belong and glory be to God because that's love and I love the fact that Jesus said he given us the power, you know, he given us the authority to trample on the necks of snakes and scorpions. And I love that, you know, he didn't, you know, that he said to his disciple that he would not leave us comforted. And then, you know, and that's where the Holy Spirit come in. And that's also love. 
The scripture itself is all love. And I'm learning as I'm, you know, in this journey of self-love that, you know, as I'm in the word too as well, that I love how God is revealing himself to me. And I like the fact that, you know, I could say I am unique. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Glory be to God. And I hope I said something that will motivate you and inspire you to, you know, continue to, you know, evaluate yourself. And, you know, see if, you know, if you if you feel like you don't love yourself enough, take the time to look in the mirror and quote Psalms 139 verse 14 and ask God in this season, you know, to show, you know, to show him, you know, to show you who you are in his eyes, in his spirit. Because you are, you know, you are purpose. You are love. And God bless you. And I love you. Thank you.